episode of That Strange Show. Episode 148. 148. Welcome back to another What Did the Fish Say When It Bumped Into a Brick Wall? Damn, she looks good, wet, and running around scared. It's Miller getting ripped out the suit. Let's burn the creeper and chop off the fisher's fingers before he turns into some kind of Asian played by a white guy. Johnny Alex got hair down there, and I'm 2030 playing hide the hot dog, dip in aggro male camp dwellers. It's all tits and ass down Devil's Creek, melty face banana. I'm gonna go get some matches after, and it's gonna be so good, baby. Early Ejack kind of episode of that strange show. Them scissors in a titty, bitches. That's right. Uh, hope I you, mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Hope you enjoyed our last episode as we let the freak flag fly and don big sunglasses and talk some cult bullshit while we sipped on, to, on the Flavor Aid. Virgin, of course. We're working here. We saved the hard good stuff for the followers. Drink up and watch out for that Branch Davidian. We talk Waco and the Sacrament. Available everywhere. Wear your sunglasses, though. Really? <laughs> that's that's hey, like that's like a, that's to. like a you gotta. That's like a you gotta. Yeah. You know. You do have. You do gotta. You know. So if you want followers, you, you need them big the attack of the bee girl glasses and, and a. That's cult. a whole part of the like thing, though. You know, like the mystery, the like appeal. Yeah. I'm actually really upset that I wasn't able to talk to you guys on that yeah. episode yeah. Um, due to microphone and headphone issues. But I mean, I wish we figured out to do it the way we're doing it tonight then. Cause I really, really wanted to talk about that. But anyway, you guys already did. So it was good. It was good. It was, it was, it was, no, I'm saying it was, it was fine. It, it was, was like good old fucking time. I would, I would say it was sixty six percent good. Uh, well, okay, that's, that's two thirds. Ryan, it just, you got to be proud of what you do, no matter what. But I, mean, I was I'm saying, like, I'm saying the show and the movie was good, so I could see why Mandy yeah. wanted to do it. I wasn't saying that. It was good. Mandy. It was You're so like, good that you weren't the there. Show was really good. Like Tremendous. it's a shame that you weren't part of it. Yes, that's um, what I was saying. Yeah, but I agree. Um, I agree. So, what have you guys been up to? It burns when you banter. Um. What? Um. We've been, we've been, um, we. I mean, nothing because you know social distancing. That's Actually, right. This weekend it was really gorgeous outside today so we did leave the house for a little while to go on a little hike so of course that's like a safe space yeah like outside out and then like we did some like walking around in some cemeteries and all that you know because i mean you don't have to worry about anyone there so um, (laughs) again guys here all night but no i fucking hate when i say that i'm so late listen no no listen love you all for liking me still thank you (laughs) um hopefully anyway um yeah, no, so we did that, and it's very, very peaceful, and, uh, you know, it's beautiful out, the sun was shining, birds were chirping, uh, the trail that we went on was nice, we did see a rattlesnake, Lots so that of was fun. Rattlesnake? Uh, yeah. You sure that wasn't Ryan? No, <laughs> it was, because there were signs everywhere, actually, like, saying that they were, they were all there, like, you know how they picked, uh... Quabbin, whatever to like breed on one of the islands. I guess they were trying to do it 
there too mm-hmm. at Mount Tom, but they were like fighting against it or whatever. I don't know if they well, actually ended up doing it, but they must be yeah. at the point where they're like po- overpopulating the area there. Mm-hmm. So they're like showing, you know, watch out for them or whatever. People were saying they see them there all the time. And I, the one I saw was definitely that. Was, um, fat, was this year have a fatty? It was, it was, yeah. And, but it it slithered by pretty quick. <laughs> it was like it did. It was six well, feet. There were, it was, six feet. There bitch. were a bunch of people. Well, there were people where we were, but we were all like everyone was standing yeah. far away from each other. Now, but there were people across from where we were, and they like saw it slither by too. It's it stopped. It stopped. <laughs> it was for like because there were people in the way of where it was going. Oh, and it was when like the people moved, and it went. It wasn't even people? like it was just on a mission. But There's it's people still? by like our feet. Like yeah, he's, he's probably like, why the hell are all these people out? Away from us, yeah. Yeah. But uh, oh, fuck that. I'd have been like, nah. saying, why are you here? But I feel like, you know, if you're outside, that's one of the things they said too. Like you can be outside, like away yeah, from yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. We haven't traveled to go anywhere to be outside. Just we've been outside, like in our neighborhood or in our yard or whatever but other than you know ryan working we haven't like gone anywhere or anything so i mean it was good like i said because the weather was i mean it was you couldn't pass up this beautiful day to escape you know yeah Um, i went outside i uh i noticed that i need to mow my lawn that was like it was. That shit was like that before the shit started. What are you well, talking? About? It's been cold, bro. It just started growing back. I can look. I can remember looking in your backyard and just seeing the ticks swinging on the top of the tall grass. No, no. Just, I keep my on, shit. I keep my Water's shit. Fine. I know. I I I I got some for that ass this year. I got some 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 kill them all. I don't know. I'll come over to your house and spray paint everything like my childhood playground. <laughs> Oh, I just speak. I, yeah, no, you I, sent me, you sent me some shit today of a cocaine with a, a cloud under it. There was oh the, yeah, that was one of the amount of graffiti that is up yeah. in Mount um, is entertaining. There was a lot of dicks. Yeah, really, all yeah. sorts of shapes and sizes. Uh, dicks that turned into dogs. There was a dick that turned into a dragon. Um, I love it. I want to specifically shout out whoever put a fuck Sewell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, S O. What was that? S O H O O L. Yeah. Yep. Sewell. Fuck Sewell. So now I'm wondering if it was fuck school or fuck some guy named Sahul. Yeah. I was like, well, what if it was. Uh, but I'm pretty sure it was fuck school. And then the other one, what was the other one? I'm a, I'm, I'm the real badass Bix. It's spelled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they put B-I-C-T-H. Wow. Love it. I'm just wondering how stoned and or drunk and on whatever else these people were while they were doing this. Yeah, there were phone numbers spray painted up there. Should have called them. Like like this girl's a whore with her phone number spray painted. Should have called them. Be like, hey, just to let you know, uh, your digits is all over my time, bitch. Stop spreading them legs. And whoever at and whoever Adam is. Yeah, I was gonna say, don't be an Adam. At, yeah, don't be an Adam because they Adam, didn't like him. They didn't like him at all. No. There was actually a few things up there that somebody went because every one of them had Adam, but it was in a different color spray oh, paint. Oh shit! The shit was. So they were just like, "This is funny, sucking dicks, Adam, sucking yeah. dicks." 
There was uh, the one you sent me with the uh, the the rigid white outline with like fucking perfect balls, <laughs> circle balls. Yeah, like somebody's out there with a fucking, a like job. measuring out that circle, and they then gotta, and then three black dots <laughs> for the purpose. I don't know what it was for. I was like, is that a bowling ball now? Like, is imagine a bowling ball with a dick on it rolling down the lane. You could just take you could just take one of those suction cup tabletop dillies yeah. and fucking stick it on. You know what? I'm gonna want to try that because that seems like that would that would What's up? What's going on with that guy's bowling ball? It's got a just to get it, just on to it. Get it. Just to get it stuck in the bowl return, and the ball returns, so someone's got to go in and clean it out. Yeah, hey, 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 Bill, I there just, was a cock in the fucking mechanisms. Hey, hey, I, I, I that's giving somebody a story to take home to their friends. That really is. That yeah. would be. That would be that, like. That's you ever. What's your weirdest day at work? Oh, the day that I pulled one of them suction cup dildos out of the ball return. And it wasn't even like a dick. It had an angry fist at the end of it. <laughs> an angry <laughs> fist. <laughs> Uh, I didn't know they made him that big. Why was it so angry looking? <laughs> it had a vein all the way through the thumb. Nobody, nobody's that black. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking hilarious. Oh, uh, so Montom rattlesnakes, uh, snakes hey, on I, a plane. That was, that was today. I also want to say that Mandy got me to watch uh, some trash TV. I oh. do need to mention. Trash that. TV. Oh, I see. Listen, I see eyebrows. I'm gonna why I'm gonna ex- I'm gonna explain why real quick. Uh-huh. Because you know how it's like everybody that didn't watch Tiger King at first, they just watched it because they wanted to like know what the memes were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a lot of people were like, all right, everybody's gonna post this shit. <laughs> so that's how I felt about 90 Day Fiance. Oh my god. With Ed. Yeah. yeah. And oh I know that's this season. I have I knew this show existed, but I don't typically watch reality stuff unless yep. I mean sometimes I do, but it depends on what it is. But something yep. like this, I normally probably wouldn't watch. I used to watch uh, Wife Swap. Remember okay. that? Yeah. Okay. So I used to love that. But so yeah. So Ryan, you can talk about that. But I wanted to like explain <laughs> what brought me to that because. We're stuck here watching all this stuff, and I'm like, I gotta see this guy. Like, he's fucking like a cartoon character. Is he a that's, real like that's dude? Pretty, like, that's pretty much how you pitched it. You're to talking me. about the big neck guy. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 there's no, there's no neck. He looks like, he legit looks like a midget version of the bad monster from Little Monsters. Yeah. You yeah. Like, yeah. like yeah. Snick, like Snick. Yeah. Oh, but he's uh, a nice guy. Oh, like. he's wicked nice, but he's oh, got okay. this dude legit. Like, I can't believe the amount of money that people drop on just trying to get their dicks wet, or oh. or yeah. vagina. I or mean, vagina listen. Let's... There's one guy on there that has spent. What did he say? Like a hundred thousand dollars over the last few years on a Slovakian blonde. Who he actually are Ukrainian? He goes all the way Gives out that there. Man, his money. The thing is, though, with her, like she, she could never be, showed. She could be real though, too, because the other woman that he met on the same site, I think, 
It's one of those. That he's friends with now she there. She gave his ass. She met him, and they, she was like, nah. And now <laughs> yeah. she's married to some other guy. But they're but, friends. Yeah, and they're he friends. Actually, well, that she, he actually found her. He got her out there to come and visit him so he could talk to her about this other bitch. And she's like, well, where's her address? And he showed her the address, and she's like, yeah, we can't go there because that's right like, where all the bombs are going. And, like, the road's really bad, and he, like, lost a tire. His, like, tire popped on the road, <laughs> like, and all it's, this crazy it's, shit happened. It borders and it's, the war. This, yeah, and it's, like, crazy spot. There's, like, nothing there. It's this tiny little town. Everything's broken, and he's fucking goes to this apartment and is knocking on the door, and some old guy comes out, and he's like, hey. And he's like, oh, well, I'm looking for this. And he's like, did you come all the way here to meet this woman? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, I've never seen anybody that looks anything like that in this building. And I've lived here since 2005. This dude's at her door and with a the guy's like, on. Oh, shit. And, and people there were saying, like, oh, yeah, this shit, like, happens. Like, and I'm time. like, damn. But, yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, it sounds. What is that? What was that Mad TV? What was that Mad TV thing? Uh, lower lower expectations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's like, you got, you got fucking catfish, my dude. Here's twenty five dollars so you don't get shot at the border. Basically, like catfish for adults that are stupid and like want to move to people to foreign countries from foreign countries. They, it's like, I mean. Uh, some of it's real. Some people really do fall in love yeah. or whatever on that show. I'm like, or whatever. <laughs> that, 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 <laughs> like some that, people that, do that, fall that, in love that, on the that, show. That, like it's real, but yeah. like I like I like how they're all like, we're not. Yeah. I'm not fucking them the first night there, and they always end up fucking them the first night there. Like, obviously, we all watch it for like the epic fails and like to watch these people's lives fall nope. apart. I watched I watch that shit for Baby Love, the fucking oh not, the Nigerian God. rapper. God, that Dude, this guy brings in this guy brings in enemy. I'm of white trash. Of white trash old blonde lady. Yeah. Like Kato looking you can put here. you can't cannot that's like she's like if you put makeup on her, it's like throwing up fresh paint on like moldy siding. Okay. Like it's just like it's you're still gonna be ugly looking. But uh, this uh, she found a Nigerian like famous rapper from Nigeria who like fell the in Nigerian love with her. Prince. No. Hey. Yeah, who like fell in love with her and wrote a song about her and everything. <laughs> and she went out there to visit him. Now keep in mind this woman's in her fifties. Please, I'm gonna show. I'm gonna show him the picture of her. Oh Real my quick. god, the whole. Uh, see, you have to see the photo for me to explain. Hold on. Part. I don't think he can see that. He might be able to. Hold on. Tilt it. That's yeah. her. That's, That's her. her. Now keep in mind. Wait, that he... with the with the dad jeans. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So he's introducing okay. her to other, and it turns out that he really is a famous Nigerian rapper. Yeah. But he's just famous in Nigeria, and even in Nigeria, the rich people still have to shower with a bucket. So just so you know. Yeah, it's still shitty, and they sleep on uh, mat. They don't sleep on mattresses. They sleep on two box springs together. It's fucking. Okay. It, and uh, he's introducing her to everybody he knows in the industry, and he's like, "This is my baby love," and they're like, 
They're yeah. like, are you they serious? Like, they don't say it in forever, but they're and like. And then on top of it. look like a- they're holding back. Some of them laugh, right? Some of them like straight up of- laugh. They're like, nah, they're I like, can't. Really? I can't. Do, I can't do these. <laughs> <laughs> and like, they're premiering his new music video, and he's like, "There's the girl the song's about." And she like waves it's everybody, like, and like everyone's like rolling their eyes, like, "Oh my god!" But it was. Uh, she's also a total bitch. Oh. On top of it, she's ruining his career out there. Oh really? She's like starting shit. He had a, he her the music video for her. <laughs> they put a model in it. Oh, so she got and jealous. She, she flipped out and made them edit the video to, to take what? out to just him in front of the camera. And, and that's then at it. the end, it's her and it's like dedicated to yeah. my baby my, Lisa or baby love my, or whatever. Baby Lisa. And it's freaking a picture of her fucking like, gross like, ass. Yeah. And, and uh, everyone's he, just like. He's pissing off everybody. Uh because he's trying to accommodate her and she's flipping out on people and fucking calling them rude because they're like, you don't, you're ruining his career. And she's like, you're, and you're a fucking asshole. Let's go. We're leaving. And he's like, and really? then she went and bought a goat for the mom and was like, I want to marry your son. And they're like, no. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, we spent way too much time on that. <laughs> All right. So that's called. See how it's like, what is happening? Well, that's when- the thing. Like, uh, everybody likes watching people like that are fail. Yeah, fail, fail, fail army. So uh, this is what the ninety day fiance. Yeah, it's one. It's yeah. the new one of the new. I yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, that's just like and- when I. That's just like when I watch those uh, sixty day in, sixty days in jail shows. I'm like. Yeah. What the fuck? I like you're living you're living with them like, all right, I, I I'll go on this trip with you. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> you just want to see like yeah, how yeah. it's all going to unfold. Oh, and... you got Oh, you got shanked? I would have told I don't you that. Get sucked into shows like that, but these yeah. people are real characters, let me tell you. I I do have a recommendation for you, Angel, that Mandy got me on was uh, the the first 48. Oh, I love but it. Spe- but, but specifically they have- did the Atlanta see, one. Did you okay. see that one? No, no, no. That one was those really some good. Of, those are some of the most like badass, cool detectives I've ever seen in my life. The Atlanta one. Okay, I'll check that. The Atlanta out. one. Like they all have like matching hats, like my fancy hat. Yeah. They all have they matching got, like, hats. Hat rack in the in the detective like in the. Uh, it's like the, it's like their thing. All right. And they're all, like, like they all dress like classy. Yeah. Classy policeman in Atlanta, first forty-eight. I'll have to check that out for sure. Highly recommend it. Uh, speaking of policemen, again checked out. Spiral Ham is pushed out to twenty twenty-one. Spiral? Do you mean spirals? Yes. Got pushed <laughs> the fuck out. Uh, I know. I was excited for that, but uh, just on par with everything else, getting pushed out. We ain't getting that Makes new. Sense. We ain't getting that new saw. Rip off anytime I soon. I know. I you know, saw. This, this actually reminds me of something I, I was thinking the other day: is what are we gonna do I when saw. the when the new seasons of shows are supposed to start? We're gonna not watch them because they're all not. They're getting, not gonna make it. They're not making. Are we gonna it. get? Are we gonna get like a mer- I'm starting to notice a trend with the uh, with the Zoom shit. Started with Saturday Night Live, then they did the uh, then they did the Parks and Rec. Yeah, reunion with that, which was actually really good. Even Jim, even uh, Jim Dandy's doing it. 
he's he's got a show. Oh, come on. Yeah, Jim from uh, the office. Jim from the some good news network. Oh. yeah, he does that. Um, uh, but yeah, I just hope we don't. I hope we don't get American Horror Story like that. That'll be the new one. Oh shit! Oh, kind of like Unfriended. I mean, why not? Yeah. Fuck it. American Horror yeah. Story webcam guaranteed. I see that happening. Premium, premium snap. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, we ain't gonna see uh, Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson and Tom Hanks kid fuck anybody up anytime soon. So we're just nope. we're not gonna know who's the jigsaw. Nope. Nope, motherfucker. Nope. Not yet. Uh, and then uh, <clears throat> I heard this here, so it's a sad, sad kid. It's the end, friends. Uh, Want to send a rippy to uh, Child's Play writer John Laughlin. Uh Passed away at 63, but uh, he. It seems like it's coming out that uh, uh, he committed suicide. Come on. Yeah. Um, back in April 29th. So, but you know him from some other shit. He, you know, worked with Dom Mancini in the Child's Play, Child's Play 2, uh, and returned to co-write. Yep. All that. All the Chuckies. And then he also did the Dead Zone uh, and Firestorm. Firestorm. Fire, the movie? Yeah. I remember Firestorm with Howie Long. Uh, I believe that's the one. I'm not. Don't quote me. No, that's that movie was badass. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So he, uh, I mean, they're not. They're probably not going to release any inf- more information than that. That's pretty much the end. So. No, but we lost someone else too. Who did we lose? Uh, oh yeah, Irf- yeah, yeah. Fan Khan. Yeah, I thought he was fucking awesome in Jurassic World. I don't even know who he is. Uh, I believe he was the millionaire. Flying the uh, helicopter at the end, and then he was uh, Life of Pi. Have you ever seen Life of Pi? I have. Oh, yeah, with the tiger. Forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, that movie was awesome that was too. Pretty, pretty crazy ass movie to totally be shot in a green screen room. Yeah, yeah. 100%. I saw the behind the scenes, and I was like, that kid can act. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing around me, and he's fucking. They're like, selling they're it. like. Pretend you're in an ocean with a tiger, and I believe the tiger was a dude dressed as a yeah. dressed as a green screen tiger. He was, and he was like, "Meow." <laughs> He's like, "Why you keep meowing?" Oh, I'm making it. I'm acting, bro. I'm a tiger. I'm a tiger. Tiger. He's like, "This I'm is the scene. Tiger. This is the scene that I'm gonna jump out of the water and attack you." Meow. <laughs> <laughs> you need to have a serious face. So yeah, uh, Rippy to Irfan Irfan Khan, man. Uh, they didn't uh-huh. release no information about that dude. Um, Coronavirus. Uh, so they, he just passed away unexpectedly. Uh, but speaking of Child's Play and way back, uh, Goosebumps uh, getting a fresh television series reboot. What do you guys think about that? Uh, I saw that. Um, I'm. I mean, I'm down for it. Why not? I'm yeah. excited to see. Why the fuck not? I know that we had mentioned a while back that they were maybe thinking of doing the uh, Arl Stein Fear Street. Remember that? Oh, yeah. So, but I don't, I don't know, know if this has anything I to do with that. I think if they did that, 
Yeah. Like if they do goosebumps, they can almost still make it like still like cartoony and that's yeah. cool and like it's supposed to be like that. Yeah. But if they tried to do Fear Street, I feel like they would make it too like teen like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it'd like, have to be like, like a Riverdale, Riverdale or yeah. something like that. Like and that would like which is, they're kinda like that, I guess, but it would be they would take it too far and ruin it, I think. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I, you have the books. I have the books. Uh, I really like the show, the original show. That's me like a too. Cl- fucking classic for me. Um, Absolutely. I agree. But uh, uh, it says here, the original series is available on Netflix, Amazon Prime Video, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, and Vudu. Available everywhere. Woo! Say that. Just say that. Uh, but uh, I guess they're... Uh, Getting a fresh television series reboot, uh, and uh, I'm excited for it because I like I like Goose I like Goosebumps. Did you guys like the I movies? Like yeah. I I did. I like the I first they one. Were enjoyable. I like the I first like, one. I like the first one better, but I liked like all the like monsters and characters in the second one better. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's right. I forgot that they do slappy. Everybody comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody got got. So I don't know. I guess we'll see. They're, they were both pretty good. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> let me see here. So goosebumps. Goosebumps are coming. Goosey bumpies. Goosey bumpies. Uh, Goosey I got. Bumpies. I saw this and I said soups up for Paul Blart's, uh, a la John Wick slash Home Invaders. Huh. So Kevin James, Joe McHale, and Lulu Wilson, uh, they're 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 doing a, a home thriller, home invasion uh, type of movie where uh, Kevin James is going to play the bad guy. Huh? No. King of Queens, bro. Why? No. Why not? No. Maybe he, maybe it'll be like the number twenty three, bro, and he'll be like, oh real, yeah, that's he'll be a real, real shining, real, real shining example of a funny guy <laughs> gone bad guy. No, it's they're capable of doing it. Yeah, no. Funny people are darker than the people that play dark shit. And I just don't think Kevin James. I have never seen anything from Kevin James to prove that he has any acting chops beyond. Hey, hey, Hitch. I mean, maybe it'll be be, be, he'll be good. You don't know. Uh, so it says I don't know here, why I just said it like that, but because be I kind of don't believe myself yeah, yeah. while be, I'm saying it, I'm like, I honestly be, feel like he's getting coached by Adam Sandler at hey, this point. Make <laughs> like, money, you gotta bro. Do, you got to do a drama now. Yeah. So it says here, Kevin James is going to star alongside Joel McHale and Annabelle Creations, which is your favorite movie, uh, Lulu Wilson, uh, in the upcoming Home Invasion. And it's going to be called Becky. Look at that butt. So it's not, it's not a comedy. No, it's a, it's a. See thriller. now, I can buy, I can buy Joel McHale in that. Soup, soup guy. All right. So it says hey, here. Hey, people forget that Greg Kinnear came from fucking talk soup before yeah. Joel McHale. So it and says he's got a goddamn Oscar. He does. Uh, wait, was that? Did he win it for getting his ass kicked? For as good as it gets, yeah. His first movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. He won an Oscar. <laughs> All right, for his first movie. So it says and here, he's Andy Psychic. Yeah, uh, it says here Becky's described as John Wick with a fourteen-year-old girl. Uh, so nope. it says Kevin James. It's interesting to know is playing the bad guy. Like I said, this, so it says I'm the, gonna have to watch 
to watch this just because. Yeah, now it sounds bonkers. So it says here the film centers on a rebellious 14-year-old Becky, uh, played by Wilson, as she's brought to a weekend getaway at a lake house by her father in an effort to try to reconnect with her mother's death. So the trip takes a turn for the worse when a group of convicts on the run, led by the merciless Dominic, played by James, suddenly invade the lake house and everybody got got. Huh. Uh, it says here, Becky's not daddy's little girl anymore and decides oh, to God. take matters into her own hands. Every God, everybody got got. Becky's on the loose. All right, you lost me when they described Kevin Kevin James's role as merciless. Mer- hey, he might be like, right. hey, you never know. He might be like uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman no, in, uh, not. in Mission even, Impossible. Even, no, I I'm will going take to, Jim I'm Gaffigan. Gonna... I'll take Jim Gaffigan first. In Jim, like Jim Gaffigan that. plays some dark. Then what movie was that where he? I don't know. Whatever. It's dark and a bunch of shit. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So Becky's coming home, bro. Watch All your right. ass. Uh, baby, it's cold out there. The cinematic universe is mad. What do you guys think is the future of movie releases going forward? Because everything oh, we getting pushed, everything this. getting yeah. pushed back. Uh, stuff being released on VOD. Uh, or Trolls, Trolls Two, blew up the VOD platform, uh, and Regal and AMC uh, are pissed off, bro. They're talking about banning Universal Pictures. Yeah, which means the new Candyman, the new Halloween Kills, all those other, all those other movies. You know what? Yeah. Fuck them. So. <laughs> I don't have an AMC or a Regal around here, right? So. No, I know, but that, I think that they're setting the stage. But that's the thing, like, I feel like Universal owns that property. So is it a matter of, like, sour grapes on the theater's end type of deal? Let's be honest. Let's be honest. The theater experience is dying out. Of course. They They had to literally put fucking Lazy Boys and... Not only the Lazy Boys, but the alcohol... You it know? makes it worth the trip. Because I know MGM down here has got uh, got some uh, some beers on deck. You bring your they ass have, down like, there. Oh, you can order fucking dinner. They do. And like go up with like fucking spaghetti and meatballs and shit. I don't fucking know. It's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's asinine. It's stupid. <laughs> the, it's I I say kill the theater experience. It's not what it used to be. It's not magical matinee fucking pictures and is that because you're an adult and you have to pay now no like that's not why it's it's yeah no part of it is because <laughs> i have to pay i mean they charge an arm and a leg to go in there to begin with and then you get like last time we went to the movies i thought we were in somebody's birthday party it was just obnoxious loud talking through the whole thing and then let's add alcohol on top of it because that makes the fucking scenario better remember the screenings we used well, to do some people can control themselves. I'm saying that every probably, time we go, you know, there's somebody on their phone. 80% phone. people do control themselves in that situation. No, and you know what? And I don't blame the theaters for it. I blame the theaters for the obnoxious prices on everything. But I blame everybody else and the lack of... There's a lack of courtesy nowadays and nobody gives a shit that everybody else paid to see this movie they're gonna fucking laugh and giggle with their friend right behind your head the whole fucking time because somebody's got gator neck now let me ask you a question really quick before you continue 
Yeah. How many times did you do that in the theater when you were like a teenager or never. like you never? never you no, told me. I no, I'm about to. I'm about to when I shouted out about the sixth sense. Yeah, you. I was. I was not a teenager out. when that happened. He's dead. And he that was. Out. That was, He's dead. That, in the sixth, well, the sixth in the sense. First, in the first minute of the sixth sense, when he got shot and came back, I said, he's dead. And people were like, are you fucking serious? To my brother, who brought me. And that was my learning experience, and I never talked <laughs> in the movies again. Never again. And it's... You spoiled the, the twist. The twist. What a twist. That's you go back and watch the sixth sense now and you're like, duh, he's dead. <laughs> I think everyone knew and like didn't want to believe it, you know? No, but it's but just it was confirmed. I say I say if they're gonna make their money doing doing VOD, then it's gonna keep it's gonna keep cool shit like Avengers happening. Cause they're they gotta make a shit ton of money to be able to pay for something like that. But at the same time, I'd also like to see mainstream cinema possibly die out and the rise of indie. Well, also, I think to put into that equation, maybe celebrities are being overpaid also. That's a debate. That's that's an age-old debate that these people are grossly overpaid. Clearly. But I'm saying, like, I feel like sometimes they're taking from the wrong things, which, and that becomes a whole nother big thing with everything. But I mean, it's like, what, and and as far as like how we're progressing or not progressing uh, in society and how, you know, we have all like technology at our fingertips and fucking everything at home and whatever, like more people, I think, stay home and right now we don't have a choice you know so i feel like i don't know i think people are gonna be i think i'm 50 50 on it because i feel like yeah i get it from the theater point of view yeah i get like i still want to be able to go to the theaters but it's like i also want to have that convenience at home so i don't know i feel like if there's a way that we can just coexist with it then everyone could be happy i think that everybody being stuck at home and having to watch stuff stuff through uh through video on demand is is going to people are going to like that because they can watch these brand new movies you don't, you go to the, the, it's, I feel like you go to the theaters nowadays, not for the magical experience of going to the movies of yesteryear. It's because you can't watch the brand new shit at home. Right. Yeah, because, go to the theaters to see it. Because now at home we have giant televisions and crazy so sound systems. Yeah. And yeah. Like all these things that like, and then we're also home. So it's like, you know, if you have to go to the bathroom or something, it's, you pause oh, it. Go you go to the bed. Yeah, I mean, I get it, but I also think that the theater, going to the movie theater is just like a necessary. Like, we, we need to have it as like an activity to like be able to take our kids and like it's fun for them. I don't know. I just feel like 
like I said, I'm 50-50 with it. Well, I mean, uh, I don't usually go to the theaters unless I want to watch something specifically. Like, I don't do, like, when I was younger, my mom used to love to go to the theaters. So she, we would go every weekend type of deal. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, like, I wanted to watch, you know, some of the Avengers Endgame on a big screen type of deal. Right. And uh, But <clears throat> do I believe that they go hand in hand? Yes. Uh, it's a um, symbiosis, I think. Back in the day more, the cinema was needed as a business thing. But, like, now you, there's multiple avenues of... Uh, you know, uh, revenue that uh, a large studio or a small studio can gather their monies from. So I can see why they're like, hey, come and watch fucking Buttfuck Part 3 and have a steak with it because you can't at home, you know? (laughs) But uh, I get it. But as far as, like, banning because they went ahead and released, like, what they own they're saying that it was a a contract contractual thing obviously if, right. if it was a contractual thing i don't think they would have did it i i, I right. don't think they have a leg to stand on i think this is more of a pouty thing with them like yeah. you know we we lost out on Sorry. all that money you know how come you're not doing that but i just i mean i feel like they're doing what they need to do with what they right. they, they spent their money on the only thing is just like the it's like the movie theater is like the place like someone owns it. Right. They pay. Right. They they, right. they, they, they have an overhead on it. And with the expectation of we're going to make our money back for the building that we are housing all this shit in paying employees for. So I can understand why they want the movies to go to them first and then do the old classic, you know, theater run. Wait, right. wait a couple months for a DVD Blu-ray release, but even the even the theater run to Blu-ray release has gotten an exponentially shorter time in between. Remember back in the day, you would watch a movie. A the- movie would be in the theater for like six months, then you'd have yep. to wait like a year for the DVD. Yeah. Right. Now it's like a movie's in the theater for a, a month, months. and yeah. then the DVD's coming out within the month, two months of the oh, yeah, movie three, being released. Yeah. Three, Three from Hell came out, and they were they already had the release. Well, that was planned on only, you know, being released on specific days too, Correct. and then it was going to go. That was like a pre-planned thing, but yes, mo- yeah. more things are being released, but you know, quickly. But, but with you know, like like Ryan said, yeah, we have like Mandy said. I mean, uh, we have bigger screens, better audio now at right. home as as consumers. Exactly. But I yep. just feel like that. That I guess nostalgia, nostalgic yep. part of it, you know, where you right. ask a girl out, go to the movies, you know, yeah. that's where you got your first hand job <laughs> up in the up in the dark corner, <laughs> you know. But I don't know. I don't know. I, everything's going to change because of the pandemic. With this, yeah. Anyway, so, exactly. So I I feel like if this if if the theater experience has to change then they have to adapt you know what i mean right. because the studios ultimately own the, the the content and they license 
these places to be able to show their content. So if the studio goes, okay, boycott it, guess what? Now we go to Elm Street Draft in fucking uh, Eastern Mass, and we give them the movie. And, you know, like you said, right. with these indie fucking theater houses, you know what I mean? There's a, t- yeah. there's a bunch in the area, you know, and maybe that's the route they need to go. You know what I mean? They'll scoop that up. Yeah, exactly. I, so. I will say that the... Uh, the uh, the shortening time span on stuff from theater to home release has been building for quite some time though. With yeah. like, uh, I notice on like vo- like Voodoo, yeah, they have a whole section of in the- currently in theaters. Correct. And right. it's usually it's usually indie flicks like Guns Akimbo and shit like yeah. that. But I mean, that's just an example of it. They've been it was going to cross the mainstream eventually. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know. I just feel like the stance of like, man, we're not going to show your movies going forward because you didn't, you know what I mean? Like you didn't hold off like everybody else is doing, but people are releasing shit left and right. Right. Know? And I don't know. I just feel like it's going to hurt the theater business in More. the long run Yeah. by them acting like this. Because like exactly. you said, the movie, th- like I know... When you said you rented, you have you rented one of these VOD straight to VOD releases? I think you you uh, said you rented one of them a couple of weeks Birds back. Of, Birds of yeah, Prey. I got Birds of and Prey. And you yeah. paid the twenty dollars, and I remember that day when you told me it was like twenty something dollars. I was like, damn, that's a lot. You might as well buy the movie. Right. And then right. I realized, like afterwards, after I was thinking about it, they're saying I've at least average of two people in the household are going to watch this, so they're selling you two tickets. Right. To watch that movie, so, uh, I'm so, just gonna throw this out there. We did buy the movie for twenty bucks. Oh, so you I can buy you it? it? Yeah, we yeah. own. It. Oh, okay. All right. So it wasn't a rent for twenty bucks. So, so for twenty bucks, we got something that was, that was you know currently in theaters and mainstream film. We got to keep it. It's it's in our. I mean, we don't have a physical copy of it, but they did have. Pay scales where you pay twenty bucks, you got the video on demand version yep. of it to keep in your in our in your voodoo uh, uh, online library. Okay. Uh, if you went to like thirty bucks, then they sent you. You got a copy sent to oh, you. Okay. I mean, so that's the thing. Like, I don't. They have to adapt. Everybody's adapting to these new new times, and uh, and I do want to just say that thirty bucks for a currently in theaters movie. Uh, you and you get an on you get an on demand version and a hard copy. That's yeah. a fucking steal. That yeah. is a better deal than yeah, going to the theater. Yeah, but I just I feel like for some certain movies, like I would have loved to see Mandy on a huge godlike yeah. fucking screen. Yeah, I mean, there's movies that are made specifically at the inception of the idea, like sound design, fucking right. cinematography. It's they're they're saying okay, this is going to be viewed on a fucking x by x fucking uh screen size they shoot in that aspect ratio they gear everything towards that and then when they bring it down to the consumer you're getting a more compressed you know version of that right you know what i mean and you get the le- a little less experience like imagine the scene in mandy when the fucking troglodyte biker dudes are in his bedroom with the lightning and the fucking imagine seeing that on a fucking humongo screen like that must have been an experience all on its own was it awesome at home yes did i enjoy the movie at home 100 percent. 
but I'm like I saw The Shining on the huge screen. Never saw it, and I was just like, "Wow, this is fucking crazy!" Because you can hear the sound design of it, all the shit. Just you know, I don't know. This I I just feel like like Manny said, fifty fifty. I'm not like an avid like I go out every weekend to the movie guy, but when I I I I'd, I'd still like to have that option. You know what I mean? For especially these movies that are right. coming out, Candyman, Halloween Kills, and whatever else Universal's yeah. got. So, but yeah, so uh, buy popcorn and uh, stay your ass home still, though, right? Right. <laughs> Microwave that shit. Yeah. So, all right. Speaking of movies, uh, Exorcist 3. Uh, we had, I believe I talked to you. I saw James posted this too. Again, again, some stuff off of James, but it reminded me of the conversation that. Me and Ryan had a while, a long time ago, about Exorcist Three, um, and that, yeah, it was. It's a good movie, but it was a to- It's a totally different movie from the original, uh, and it I do- and it was coming off of the the back end of the ooh, Exorcist Two, a little. Uh, shit, you shut. Do you think mouth. it's necessary though? Exorcist Three. I I love Exorcist Three. Uh, right. Now. Did you know that that wasn't supposed to be an Exorcist movie? Well, it's part of the the trilogy. It right. was not written in the books, right? But it was uh, written for a film. It wasn't supposed to be an Exorcist film. They wrote that in huh. to tie it in because they thought it would sell better. Okay, as the Exorcist three, so it got a rewrite and it got added scenes yeah i know that they added some stuff i know that the director and the writer had issues and then they released a director's cut and then there's the cinematic cut so but as a as a as a whole movie like it's it's all over the fucking place and it's it's got the the serial killer i forget the play by uh dwarf i forget what they called him in the movie gemini killer yeah gemini killer um, I mean that inhabits fucking uh, the the priest's body and all this shit. It's a crazy movie. But I want to just go and say that I absolutely love Exorcist Three. Yeah, and I think I think it's one of uh, at least not. I mean, still now it's a very jarring movie. But yeah. the first time I saw that movie, it scared the living shit out of me. Yeah. It, the imagery I thought did everything that people would have wanted Exorcist Two to do, and Exorcist Two went psych- kind of psychedelic tribal, yeah, tribal right. with it. Um, this one was just it was visceral for the for the time that it came out. You had you had the little the little the little black kid gets his head cut off, and yeah. they put the Jesus set, the Jesus statue head on his body and paint it blackface. And crucify him on Bodor's. Yeah. You have the priest that gets bled into jars, and not a drop spill, except for "It's a Wonderful Life" written on the wall. Like, and just just think back to that one scene, which is still it gets me every fucking time. Mm-hmm. The jump scare with the nurse, where she's going in and out of the rooms, and it's the long shot down the hall, and it's like five minutes of nothing, and then all of a sudden it goes bam. Mm-hmm. When it comes out where the dude wrapped in the bed sheets comes out behind her with the giant fucking yeah. medical scissors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's the little shit. That one had all the little shit that the original had, like, snuck in it. Like the fucking, there was a, 
if I remember specifically, there is a statue in it that almost it shows it at one moment and it looks totally fine. Then it cuts back to it. And now it looks like the Joker with yeah. a scary ass knife in his hands. Yeah, that movie was full of fucked up imagery and fucking murder. And, you know, the I scene like with he... the scene with Dorif in, in the jail cell and his voice starts changing and all that shit. But, yeah, I mean, I feel like from two to three. Yeah. You know, and and it takes supposed to take place like what, like ten, fifteen years after uh, part two. So yeah, and that's to say that the uh, say that the priest has been who is who's actually sitting there. Is it the priest or is it Dorif? I always Dorif? thought I thought I always thought it was Dorif being tra- like channeling, you know, being used as a right like a vessel, yeah, or whatever. See, I I walked away from that thinking it was the, thinking that it was the priest. So you thought the priest was a Gemini killer? Just and that then... no, that the priest because they showed that he got inhabited when he was laying at the bottom of the stairs. Correct. Yeah, it did the whole. Now we know where Fallen got its premise from. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it did the whole Fallen thing where it jumped in his body because he was yeah. dying, Time. and then he just ended, and then he just ended up in the loony bin. Because there's a million different people going on, but um, that I just I really like Exorcist Three. I like that. Uh, it's good. It's good. Yeah, it I is wanna, good. I want to specifically mention that scene where he goes to heaven in his dream. Yeah, just how fucking like weird that movie is all over the place. You're right. That whole scene where he goes to heaven and the little kid comes up to him and he's like, "Hey, detective," and his head stitched on. Yeah. With the white eyes and he's like I miss you And he's like I missed you too Sure sorry you had to die Like just and then I think there's an I think there's angels playing trumpets Yeah you like the movies saxophones. You like the movies kid Yeah fuck (laughs) it Just that's it's a great You could have taken the whole exorcist aspect Out of it Mm -hmm. and it would have been It still would have been Awesome to me yeah no I agree I agree Um but yeah, so if you haven't watched The Exorcist Three, check it out. <laughs> check it out. Uh, Where you been? So, checking out, right? J.J. Yes. Abrams, Jordan's Peel, right? Yeah. Yep. So Lovecraft Country trailer dropped. Did you guys, did you guys get a chance to check that out? No. No. All right, check it out. Then we'll be right back. And we're back. So, not only does it look like they have to fight some kind of racism. Right. It looks like they're fighting monsters. Hell yeah! There's a lot of stuff going on in there. Yeah. HBO Stranger Things. Yeah. Home box. Home box office. (laughs) HBO. Remember that shit back in the day? Be like. (laughs) So yeah. So J.J. Abrams, Jordan's Peel, of Cap Country. Uh, It's a yay. It's a yay for me. So far. Uh, H.P. Uh, Lovecraft and uh, craziness. I'm I'm up for it. I'm up for it. Definitely. So if you haven't checked out the trailer, check it out. Uh, all right. Another thing going to uh, Homebox Office is uh, Hellraiser goes green at Homebox Office. So David Gordon Green to helm HBO's Hellraiser. A couple of weeks ago, we were talking about that this was that this was rumbling around the internet. 
Right. Yeah. And uh, so it looks like it's ready to go. So they're going to. Yeah. Now, if I remember correctly, David Gordon Green is Danny McBride's partner. Correct. Halloween's. So oh. he, uh, I hope we get some Danny McBride in this. Well, that's what people were saying on the internet. Is this going to be have comedic uh, aspects to it? Which I don't think Hellraiser needs. No. I don't think he's going to do it. They, what I'll say about David Gordon Green and Danny McBride, even though Danny McBride's not tied to this, they... I feel like he proved himself with Halloween that he does have a concept for horror. Okay. Yeah. They're from a fan point of view, definitely. From, from it's I I love this idea that's especially especially with David Gordon Green cuz I feel like I feel like he gets it from the fans perspective without yeah. tr- without uh without cuz they're all fans. I mean, the comedians right. coming over and doing horror and stuff, but like you had Jordan Peele leading the pack and he pretty much use is using it as a soapbox. Yeah. To make right. a state to make a statement. He's well, trying I think, to I think I think uh, That's okay. Yeah, that's okay. I don't think David Gordon Green's doing I don't think it, it's it's okay for what he's doing, but what I like about what David Gordon Green's doing is they're just fans. Yeah. Like they, those two set out and went. We could make a Halloween movie, and you know that that they had to pitch that shit to somebody. They're yeah. like, "Hey, you like Eastbound and Down? Well, we're gonna make a Halloween." And they're like, "No." Yeah. Well, like, what? Well, for this, yeah. for for this uh, incarnation of uh, Cenobites, uh, including Pinhead, uh, they're they're uh, having Michael Doherty, which if you recognize the name. Uh, X-Men United, Godzilla King of yep. Monsters, and Trick or Treat. Uh, and then we got a Mark Verheiden from uh, Battlestar Galactica. You know, Bear Beats. Does it uh, say who's Pinhead? Uh, it does not say who Pinhead is, but those two guys are going to be writing uh part of the script so it says here Deadline says uh, this incarnation isn't a reboot but it's going to be an elevated continuation and expansion yes. of the well-established okay. Hellraiser mythology. It is by no means a remake, but rather assumes the past mythology to be a given. Expect a revisit from Pinhead, the merciless leader of the Cenobites, the formerly humans turned demons that live in an extra-dimensional realm and are activated through a puzzle box called the Lament Configuration. The Cenobites come from hell to harvest human souls and keep balance between good and evil. So, I like I like that they go, "Hey, the universe already exists. Let's just continue walking in it." What did they right. tell you? What did they tell you? Fans. Yeah. They're, so. They they're not stupid. They're not going to try to. Any, I'm, I'm yeah. sure there's so many pitches already been made for a, a reimagining of Hellraiser. What I would like to see with this though is yeah. because I really don't they're not going to get Doug, I mean if they get Doug Bradley I'll shit but I really doubt that they're going to get Doug Bradley I th- is he retired now I don't know I think he's one of those guys that I think he's retired from the role Yeah but I think if given the right property maybe yeah. he might but he's also old and fat now Don't matter it don't matter but even if they so if they can get him bully for them and I'll I'll accept it with open arms if they can't get him I would almost want to see a reduction of pinhead in the story yeah well yeah. cuz like, in the we, beginning he wasn't like he was right. just like, a go, go, cenobite 
right, go back to that where he's just he's there. Yeah, he's but not a main focal. Almost maybe I'd like to see like shitty Hellraiser movie, but Hellraiser three, where other where yeah. all where you're watching all these people turn into Cenobites. I'd almost want to see a revisit of that where it's new different Cenobites being created in this storyline. Yeah, yeah. So would be so. perfectly fine with me. No, I, I kind of agree with you. As long as it's not the end of the other one, the last yeah. one that came out. As long as it's not. It was see that see that in that in that in defense of that one, that movie was good till the end. You tell God I'm trying, <laughs> damn it! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Till the I'm end. Human? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. It was like the the end of that of the Star Wars one where I was like, really? I just Darth Vader is in the room, just no. It's like, Fuck well, it. that sucked. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just. So, all right. Well, so we'll see. We'll see what they come up with. But I, I I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm liking. I, I'm liking the. Uh, hey, the universe Great. exists, so we're not gonna fuck with that. Yeah, uh, that's good. So let's just see. Let's see what aspects from the universe they decide. They exactly. Yeah. All right. Speaking of uh, horror chops, uh, Slaver Day Seven. Is now streaming. I just want to give that a shout. Uh, if you go on YouTube, Slaver Day Seven. So it's an indie horror uh, short that chronicles the career of horror icon Maddox Mason, the mass murderer that kills people for wearing white after Labor Day. Uh, <laughs> special effects looks awesome, uh, and it nice. is an indie horror short. I think it's like 15 minutes long. So go on YouTube, Slaver Day Seven. It's available now. And then 15 our, minutes, no excuse not to watch it, right? Correct. Uh, and then our buddy, uh, Zajan Yunus, uh, now his movie, Prefigured, is online. Um, we had him on uh, nice. the, what was that episode? A Dark Song uh, episode. Uh, talked about his movie. and What, what did you just call him? Uh, Zajan. Zishan. Zishan? Zishan. Zishan. There you go. Yes. Thank, thank you. Zimmy 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 Eunice. Zimmy Eunice. Yes, that's his handle on Instagram. But uh it's an awesome short. Uh I love it. It's uh, uh available on uh filmshortage.com. It's one of their daily picks. Uh when he was out on the uh <clears throat> uh circuit there, he was winning awards getting those whatever they call those those wreaths with like best Best sci-fi, best horror. Good job. Uh, so it says here, equal parts, just to give you guys a synopsis, it says here, equal parts, <laughs> Lovecraft-inspired science fiction, horror, and drama. Uh, the film was, this is from him, uh, this film was inspired by a simple premise that a singular moment or experience completely outside of your control or desire can come to define your entire life. Huh. So go check that out. Uh, I like it. Uh, and he's our buddy, so... Yes. But yeah. Showing the love and support. Yeah, the independent horror is uh it's a lot of good shit out there. You just gotta fucking I agree. Keep your eye open and dig, dig, dig. You mm -hmm. know? But uh, and sit through a bunch of stuff and <laughs> Yeah, it's not see that's the thing, but out. it's not all good, but like our buddy Zagorski, we were locked down. You know, that was he made that, that three minute movie with the killer sponge. Did you did you guys see it? And he actually cut his fucking finger off. So, you know, he's you got to fucking give a little piece of yourself for your project. Right. You know? 
You do. Prosthetics and all that kind of shit. Yep, you gotta hit up Uchi for all your prosthetics. They are the best uh, for professional quality, and uh, you get any kind of face paint, uh, you get uh, foam latex, you get latex prosthetics, you can get your latex, your fake blood, your everything you could possibly need. Uh, and we have a special discount code for you. It's M-A-N-D-I-E-S-T-R-A-N-G-E, Mandy Strange, and that is for 15% off of your entire order. So if you're uh, looking to make an indie film, uh, do some uh, quarantine at home filming uh check it out yeah dave don't cut your own finger off you should have just hit up <laughs> Wuchi, bro. right uh, right right and like always uh this episode is brought to you by deadly grounds coffee drink that drinky drink campfire to die it will take you further than fear a legend of terror is no campfire story anymore don't look he'll see you don't breathe he'll hear you don't move you're dead the most frightening of all maniac films what happened one summer five years ago is about to happen again what happened one summer five years ago is about to happen again and again and again this summer if you're planning to go camping don't if you're looking forward to a midnight swim don't if you're thinking about being with someone where no one else can see you don't a legend of terror isn't a campfire story anymore hey that's a piece of repeating shit <laughs> don't look he'll see you why what the fuck Oh, here we go. A brutal, horrific act made him kill and kill and kill. This is not Friday the 13th, but if you see this movie alone, you'll never be the same again. Come on. This is only a movie. Uh, come face to face with the creation of evil. The most frightening film of all maniacs. I don't know, dude. If you go down to the woods today, watch out for Cropsy. Watch out for that there Cropsy. Was that supposed to be to the tune of Teddy Bear's Picnic? I probably. 
right. so those are well, all the taglines this movie had. Yeah. Uh, those, were real. those were all real? Correct. I did not make a single one up this crazy. week. That's crazy. Those were all real. All right. Well, let's, let's, re- let's refresh the people. The Burning is a 1981 American slasher film directed by Tony Malam. Based on the New York urban legend of the Cropsey Maniac, which also spurred an interesting documentary. Uh, the screenplay was written by Bob Weinstein and Peter Lawrence from a story conceived by producer Harvey Weinstein. Uh, Harvey Weinstein, Malam, and Bob Gray. The burning was theatrically, uh, theatrically, three, I can't say it. it See, was, we need it theaters. Was, we need theaters. It was, it was put in the theaters uh, on May 8th, 1981 by Filmways when the film did not generate interest nor revenue achieved by other slasher films at the time. It has since become a cult classic and received positive reappraisal from film critics. Wick, uh, Wakeman of the progressive rock band Yes composed the score. The Burning tells a story about a summer camp caretaker named Cropsey who is horribly burnt from a prank gone wrong. Years later, after being released with severe disfigurements, he seeks to target those responsible at a nearby summer camp. God damn right. God damn right, those kids. Uh, and who are those kids? Young, we're talking about Todd, right? Because he's the only real tie throughout this whole movie. He's the one kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't see anybody else. Right. When, uh, so he's played by one sexy Brian Matthews with the uh, with the uh, he got the Canadian tuxedo, jean on jean, with the <laughs> with the V neck ripping, with the Tony Danza haircut. Yes. So and he he threatened a thirteen year old being played by a thirty year old in this movie, um, <laughs> but he's he's usually uh, his uh, wiki is kind of kind of skinny. So he was in the uh, the burning, and then he went to uh, Broadway musical Copperfield, which flopped. Uh, and then he was on The Young and the Restless and Days of Our Lives, Santa Barbara, <laughs> The Murder She Wrote. And that's mm. that's all he's done since he... Uh, murder She Wrote. Since he was beating up 13-year-olds. That was it. Yeah, and then we got some... Murder She Wrote. We got Michelle, which you might recognize her as... Uh, Leah Ayers, you know her? Mm-hmm. Uh, from Bloodsport. Yes, Bloodsport. She's like, she was the reporter. I remember getting, yep. the, getting the scoop. She was getting bottomed <laughs> out. She was getting bottomed out by fucking John, John Claude Van Damme. He was doing the helicopter dick on her. But, <laughs> uh, and then uh, the serial, uh, Edge of the Night. Remember that? No. You don't remember that? No, I don't know that at all. Okay. So that was it. Oh, yeah, it says here. So she was getting bottomed out by John Cloud Red. It's on Wiki, everybody. All right. Yeah. Uh, and then we, got, then we got Alfred, played by Brian Backer. Uh, who's this guy? Uh, Mr. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Is that who that was? Yeah. That was, yeah. Rat, that was Rat from Fast Times. Yes. That's right. That's right. He was, uh, he was running around this whole movie like he forgot his wallet. Yes. Rat Ratner. Uh, he was in uh, Police Academy 4. Yep. Uh, and he was also in a soap opera. That fucking dude, Brian, Brian got him a job at Santa Barbara. He played a guy named A. Bartlett Kong Dong. What? 
That's the A. Interesting. It's on a the bar- internet, bro. It, it's a, it's yeah. true. A Bartlett condom? Yeah, it says a Bartlett condom. Kong dong. So, and like, then he was. David is Cropsy. Yes. You know who Larry that is, right? Joshua is Glazer. Yeah, he doesn't have a little clicky clicky. No clicks. No clicky clicky. You know who does have a clicky clicky? <laughs> Jerry! Yeah. <laughs> the worlds are collided, Jerry. We got a one. Oh, Jason Alexander. He's full quaffed in this. <laughs> yeah, the, I know, right? All right, click his link and look at the picture. Why I does he look like? It, it's fucking shining. He looks. He looks like Haley Joel Osment. Oh man, he just gets worse and worse looking as time goes on. Wait, you notice? Wait, oh, his man. real name is J. Scott Greenspan. Yeah, I guess so, huh? Huh. Interesting. We know something new every day. He always was pretending to be somebody else, so I guess that's... What I, what I noticed is that him with hair yep. back in the day looks like George when George tried wearing a wig. Yes. 100%. Who's this Ned Eisenberg? Uh, that would be uh, Jesse Eisenberg's dad. Probably. No, it's not. Uh, he huh. was on Law & Order. As Roger Kessler. That's it. So he was an old guy. Yeah, on Special Victims Unit. A recurring role on Special Victims yeah, Unit. Yeah. Uh oh. Who's the next who's the next clicky? Dun, 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 dun. Johnny Five. Johnny Five. Oh, Mr. Mr. Fisher Stevens. Mr. The Plague in Hackers. Yeah. Fisher he, Stevens. Uh, Fisher Stevens. Uh, he was yeah, he was also uh one of uh Koopa's nephews. Yeah, dumb fuck in that yeah. movie. Yeah, uh, he, uh, he's a chameleon. Yeah, uh, and uh, something called Crazy Love. Uh, it's a documentary. Ah, uh, uh, okay. I'm not reading that. All right. Who so, are we even on? This is this is out of control. There's a lot of people here. Oh yeah, there's a lot. A, of, a lot I, of mean, I mean, John only- Tripp as cancer counselor like i mean <laughs> we're not we're going good, through right? all of them we're going to no, holly hunter good. next though we right good. We got yeah. holly- yes we gotta go to holly hunter we got where, where's she from she's from that show i remember holly the first hunter. time i seen her was on a show called um wow what was it she has because she has a weird accent she has a saving accent. grace yeah, uh, i think that was it that's what she was that was her like most known, I think, thing T- uh, was her TV series. Yeah. Yeah. So I think she has a weird accent in that, right? She talks weird. I her believe mouth. Her mouth so, doesn't yes. fully open. Yes, that's right. She has like. Um, she was also in. Ra- she's in a lot of shit. She was. She's in a lot of random stuff. Raising Arizona, Crash, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Right. Oh, she's the mo- She's Mrs. Incredible. Yes. Yep. Um. She's in Batman versus Superman. Uh, she's got multiple awards. She busy. <laughs> busy, busy. Who was she? She was Sophie. Which one was Sophie? Was that the one with the weird mushroom cap haircut? No, that no, that was Tiger. Oh, that's right. She was Holly Hunter was in it for like a minute. Yeah, that haircut was weird though. I just have to throw throw that out there. Okay. I, I, <laughs> All right. So 
but, but that haircut was weird, though. It, it was, was fucking weird. Like, All right. Well, there were some fashion choices. I believe so. All right, so we're talking about we're talking about the burning. So is this movie awesome? Cropsy. Uh, fuck yeah. Okay, as soon yeah. as uh, I heard we were covering this, I was like, fuck yeah, Tom Savini. Like, yes. holy shit, the fucking Tom Savini effects. The, I mean, we gotta give the movie that. Mm. I mean, if anything, it is a classic slasher film. Correct. It is, you know, it, it's a classic. What can you say? Other I, than that, I, I mean, it. it paved the way for some stuff like others during that time. Yep. Uh, you know, I think there's a lot of stuff taken from and or sprinkled in other things. Uh, and just, of course, following, you know, that slasher formula. And we've got the uh, anyone else want to jump in on this yeah. here? No, you guys are just staring at me. No, no, no. <laughs> What movie is a good movie. slasher movie? I mean, what can you really say about slasher movies? Yeah, no, to you back you up. Kills, like, to, to back you up on the Tom Savini, he actually uh like declined make uh being part of Friday the thirteenth part two. Yeah. To to do this to one. Do yeah, yeah, to so. do that. I remember him talking about that in the his documentary or whatever that yeah. they had on. But this I mean that their shirter. That their shirter on there. So I mean, like you said, it's it's an eighties slasher movie. It's it's by the book. Mm-hmm. Uh there's a there's a reason. Back for revenge. Right. It's metal all oh, these meddling kids we're yeah, gonna yeah. kill them. Uh yeah. no one believes the fucking one kid that's the meat <laughs> kid. I saw him in the window. He was right there. All ugly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. his face was all melty, and they're like, "Shut up, guy! You fuck! You still a virgin? Shut up!" <laughs> and uh, you know, and then you know, you got the guy coming back. Oh yeah, oh, I'm gonna get these kids. Uh, and then he has his first victim, which is an unsuspecting hooker. Um, and she gets a she gets a pair of scissors in her titty. But then the next yeah. scene, he has huge fucking shears. And I'm like, those fucking, those are honey. I blew up the kid. Fucking scissors or what? Like, where the <laughs> fuck? They never showed him like get his weapon other than the scissors at the beginning. Right. You know what I mean? So he was like, right. These things did this much damage. Imagine if I went to Home Depot oh, and got these yeah. big chompers. That's what I was saying to Ryan. I was like, oh, that was like the. The baby stepped. Yeah, to yeah. The... <laughs> I could, I could do like, this. Well, we started off with this. Yeah, I could do this. Scissors, and then it, it, we upgraded. Yeah. So, uh, like the special effects you're saying, uh, especially that scene. It's a notorious scene uh, mm-hmm. when they're coming back trying to get help, going out Devil's Creek, and they're like, "Oh, look at our boat," and mm-hmm. then like, "Surprise, motherfucker!" And they, Dude, he decimates everyone on that fucking yeah. homemade raft. Fucking Fisher Steven puts his hand out. Chop, there goes all the fingers. Fucking God. dude. The fucking that the Vietnam vet fucking looking dude gets the fucking shears through the neck. The old dude That's he had five that. o'clock shadow and he was supposed to be fucking <laughs> fifteen. And he's like, right. Come on, I've been with a lot of girls. You make it be white. <laughs> 
come on. Let's just go for a little swim. That's all. No big deal. <laughs> but yeah, now that he got got. But before that, he made her fucking fucking uh, uh, connect the dots with her fucking dirty underwear through the woods. And then he fucking... <laughs> oh, man. But this movie, I liked it a lot. A lot. Ryan. It's a good it's a classic, like we said. Ryan, you got anything to say about the movie? You know, uh, uh, yeah. Anything, anything I mean, I will talk endlessly about the special let's effects talk, in it. But let's talk about the pacing too. I, that's, that's, that's where the movie fell off for me. Yeah. Was the pacing on it? I just felt like the movie just kind of felt like it was going. It, kept going on and on I think uh, well, there was a lot there was a lot, a lot of other kills you know what I mean like a, there was a like, lot of space in between the kills yeah um like I thought like the 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 raft decimation was great and yeah. all the kills in it were great absolutely um I particular uh I was a particular fan of the prostitute in the beginning was just that was just grimy looking like you got that first <laughs> shot of him stabbing her and it was clearly not her being stabbed but then they got that one shot of her with the with the trick scissors and it just yeah. looked so solid with the blood pouring out yeah and everything I thought that was great um I would say out of all of it I thought it was I it, I thought the effects were great, except for the fucking Vietnam vet getting it through the neck. I couldn't. I understand that it was 1981, but I. It looks so much better when they did it to Kevin Bacon. Yeah, there was. He had the and long it, neck. He was long neck daddy bone in that. Yeah. One. yeah. It was. I was like. You, I was like. And it wasn't even the same color as his head. No. Yeah. No. So I was like. Nah. Oh. I also wanted to see Jason Alexander buy it. Yeah. Um, which sadly did not happen. But um, no. But. The pacing, the pacing was where it did fall off of me. It was kind of like, oh, there's still more. Like he just killed. The, yeah. I'm like, oh, he just killed everybody, and then it's like, no, there's another just rap kidding. full of more people. Yeah. Like, oh, awesome. There's fucking like, 45 right. minutes left to kill it. You're like, yeah. all right, let's just get the killing going. Exactly. Um, I very much liked the end in the barn. Yeah, that was. A good I thought one. was yep. just. I mean. Ratner, or I'm just gonna call him Rat. Rat. Uh, right. fuck it, his, the the him setting him on fire. He was. It was like he was almost. I would have loved to have seen that character, like stand up with that. What I can only describe as a handheld flamethrower. But <laughs> you I wanted, you wanted to him to have a Corey Feldman moment. I wanted him to stand up and just be like, die with that shit. But Die, instead, he was like, instead he was like eh, eh, smacking it so that it was like facing him and shit. But that was uh, just I mean that he played up that whole sniveling fucking like that's just I can't him. do I'm, conv I'm I'm convinced that's him. That's the same character. It was Fast Times at Ridgemont High was just that was after summer for that character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was when he went back to school. Yeah. But uh he's like I killed a no man this summer. <laughs> yeah, I killed a guy and fucking Damone's like, shut up, shut up. Fuck oh it. man, I'm still not shut cool. Shut up while I while I fuck Stacy another time and make you cry. Yeah. Um, I just it was it was the pacing was a hundred percent where it fell off of me, but the effects and the kills were, yeah, were just 
Tim, Tim, they were that movie was gorier than a lot of the shit that was coming out at the time. Correct. Yeah. No, it was. Yeah. Uh, I think it's. It's it, it definitely was. Uh, it pushed the envelope a little more. It showed a full, fucking, full burn, right out the yeah. right out the gate, full body burn, um, which we know from Kane Hodder that shit's fucking crazy to do, and. Uh, then they come back with like, yeah, the guy's face is melty, and we're gonna show like that's his fuck. That it's it's a guy. This is not a supernatural thing. It's a dude right. that's like a- these fucking kids melted my fucking. I was I was burnt. You know what I mean? So they like had no lips. No, and that's the thing. Like, <laughs> like you it's have to be so strength. Yeah. <laughs> At the no, core, I feel, I feel at the like, core, I, man, D. I feel, <laughs> like, I feel like that was what Nightmare on Elm Street 2010, the look they were trying to get was Cropsy. Oh, yeah. man. But want... they fucked it up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I cause... feel like that movie doesn't even ever deserve, like, a fucking mention. Yeah. It's used as a pu- it's strictly as a punchline. Well, yeah, it's 10 it year, is. 10-year anniversary just passed, so happy birthday to Muppet, uh, yeah. Muppet Baby. Yeah, no piece of shit. Nobody remembers. Uh, oh, but, we remember. But yeah, I but mean, not like, for the right reasons. <laughs> but uh, yeah, to um, where was I? Oh, yeah. So, and then you get it's a revenge film. Not only you know that yep. it's a slasher, but it's it's a human being, right. you know, that can be bested at the end. And they did eventually, you know, kill him yeah. at the end. So, but not before he was murdered. But, but he got, yeah, he got. Yeah. He got the his movie seemed he like got it, some in there. The movie seemed like it was unsure of how powerful Cropsy was. Yeah. Because you have him get beat by Ratner yeah. at the end. Yeah. But he can pick up a motherfucker with a pair of fucking hedge clippers through the neck and walk a steady pace with this large person on the end of this. Yeah. Well, yeah. he got, didn't he, he got double teamed though, didn't he? No, he fucking the big or who at the end? Yeah, at the end because it wasn't a uh, what's his name? No, David? Rat, no, Ratner was Rat. Or, well, Rat didn't beat him. Friggin' uh, Todd, Todd or Ted or whatever yeah. his name was. Ted. Uh, fucking he, Ted. He fucking <laughs> yeah. He, he bested him. Rat was fucking nailed yeah. to the wall. Yeah, that's right. And that's he right. fell down. He yeah. fell down right when the torch hit the ground. Yeah, and he was like, eh, smacked it with his hand, and then yeah. this dude put an axe in his head. Yeah, yeah. No, they fucking. So they were they were never planning on a sequel. No, no. they're like this honestly, is it. I could honestly, I, mean, I could see Levi I, or Le- I could see Levini. Levini. I could see Savini. The great Levini. I could yeah. see Savini turning down part two. Yeah. To do this movie because it yeah. seemed like part one, Friday the Thirteenth, was. Pretty much they're the same movie in my eyes. Yeah. But part one, Friday the thirteenth, was a lot more toned down. Yeah. Like it was gory, but it wasn't like insane. Like it almost seemed like they went to him and they were like, You gonna do part two? And he's like, Oh, I'm thinking about it. And they're like, You should do our movie. We'll let you do whatever you want. As gory as you want to like, go. Now we got this cropsy guy with this And uh, this and this movie was like tremors. Blood spraying and all yeah. sorts of shit that they but didn't yeah. on Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. yeah. So we got we got here uh, some trivia. So it says here the concept. I mean, we already know this. Uh, right. It's uh, the New Jersey and upstate New York campfire stories. 
Uh, yep. But Tom Savini was not particularly happy with Cropsey's burn makeup as he was only given three days to get that done. That's a typical artist, I think, yeah. in fashion. I could like, fuck his face up. Time crunch, like, yeah. you feel like you could probably do more of a, I think, like, it's iconic for yeah. a lot of people. Like, yeah. so, hey, I mean. Iconic or not, it looked like he was wearing a Halloween mask. I mean, not I Not really, though. I would have liked to have seen, I feel like Savini, if you had given him the proper amount of time it, well, in the early 80s, he could have gotten some animatronics in there and made that shit move. Like, it didn't move. No, well, I mean, it's fused. He's fucking melted. I think for what it was. He uh, still made noise with his mouth. He did. They didn't have, nothing yeah. moved. It looked like yeah. somebody in a mask, like they were inside of it making yeah. sounds. I would have liked to have seen, like, the, the little beak moving a little bit and... <laughs> Maybe well, like his nostrils, like his nostrils flare with yeah. vengeance. But I think about it too, like okay, how, if you're that badly fucking disfigured, how much of your face can you move? Yeah. How much of your body can move? Let's be honest. Yes. If you're that burned, and he's moving, he's moving enough to kill forty people. It's in one, that. One it's scene. that. Fucking. He Uma Thurman that rat. rage. Like I'm fucking. I don't care. Like. Yeah. So he I'm moved, going for he, it. He moved with ease. They showed him move. Yeah, that that's dude, true. That dude's Achilles tendons were me- should have been melted to the back. Ryan, you wouldn't have the movie if we went yeah. by like Right, but I'm that. saying to have the mouth move or something would it's have okay, been. It's okay, Ryan. It didn't move. He you didn't have the it time. Did. It was three days. He didn't three like days. what I'm saying. I can see where he was. That's, yeah. I can tell it was done in three days. Savini uh, in the early 80s was like an engineering genius. Yeah. yeah. So speaking of engineering, uh, the film's composer, Rick Wakeman, uh, oh, yeah. he was originally offered a percentage of whatever the profits of the film made. But he was what? like, but he was like, nah, just pay me my fee. Because uh, he at the time felt the movie had no chance of being successful. Uh, so, but it did end up being the gr- biggest grossing horror movie in Japan. <laughs> So, That's funny. Also, uh, remember when they, they gave you Cropsy Vision? Yep. So why, they, is it blur- why does it look like that? They put they, Vaseline. Yep. <laughs> Outside. Be, they rimmed it. Be, they rimmed it yeah, with Vaseline. That's yeah, that's a little eyes. trick. Yeah. Is that because Cropsy's so burned he's got to put Vaseline around his ocular cavity? Yeah, so he's like, because he can't blink. So he's, <laughs> he's got to fucking have some kind of moisturizer. Awesome. Gotta, he puts his ointment on. Yeah. I'm going to get you. Hold on a second. My eyes are drying. No, yeah. I can't see you. Uh, they got to do a propsy shot of him putting Visine in. Okay. So this was right. I didn't want to speak out, uh, you know, out of school. But uh, the film, this film was one of the first movies to land on the UK's video nasties list. Uh, specifically because of the raft the massacre. Oh shit! So that's cool. So, oh, this was funny. Everyone came dressed up in their own clothes. So there was rarely any costume person on set. So they're like, "Now nah, y'all just gonna get killed anyway. So just come in whatever you got. Yeah. So you're gonna get some fake blood on that shit. We're yeah. good. So Fisher Stevens shorts were his own shorts. Jason, Ale- Jason Alexander that he wore his fucking shit from his office fucking yeah. softball game. Yeah. 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 <laughs> He's like, I'm not doing seasons over. I can get some blood on this. Yeah. And then the full fire burn 
Uh, the legs kicking uh, yep. wildly in the fire was actually Tom Savini. Savini legs. Savini legs. That should be a segment. Savini legs. <laughs> Be the name of the episode. The, the great Lavini. The great Lavini. There you go. <laughs> uh, <Right>. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it's whatever time it is. So, One forty-four a.m. Hey, you're breaking the fourth wall, Mandy. So it says what? here that no one, no one could hold the garden shears to the liking of the director, Tony. <laughs> So in a lot of the scenes in which costume Crosby Cros Crosby <laughs> Crosby kills Crispy Crosby Crispy Crosby uh kills uh most notably the infamous raft scene. They love this raft. Uh yeah. that was the director. He's like, give me the goddamn shears. This is how you do it. <laughs> and he did all the kills himself. <laughs> I don't think he was saying that they can hold it. He was like, I'm I, I want to kill everybody. They should look, where's this dude at today? He's probably a serial killer. Seriously. Fucking guy. You know what? I'll kill him. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> oh, He's like, man. no, move your hand. No, over there. 90 yeah. degrees. No, move it a little bit. No, open this yeah. slightly. Give me that fucking, give me the, yeah. give me the You're making the shears shiny in the light. Yeah. Stop. You know yeah. what? <laughs> Getting a glare. You know There's what? a glare. I, you know what? Let me cut fucking Fisher Stevens' fingers off. Cut that motherfucker's been practicing an Indian accent all afternoon. I've had it. I've had it. Yeah. So I mean, this movie was fucking dope. I like. I like it. Yeah. Uh, this this movie also uh, has a legacy referenced in a lot of shit. Uh, so it says here in 1985, uh, a new beginning. Uh, the impalement by the Garnishers was a Hayer Dern uh, homage. Uh, it says here. Yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, Pokemon, the movie. So it says the main theme of the American dub is based on the theme from The Burning. Look at that, Pokemon. Really? Yeah. And then uh, it says here, Horror Business, the video case is shown. Hot Fuzz also threw up the, sh the garden shears. A hot Fuzz. Yeah, remember that? Hot yeah, I remember I that. I do remember now. that. Uh, slaughterhouse for the greater good. Yes, for the greater good. Uh, the scissors used by the killer in the movie is a reference to the classic 1981 slasher, Cropsey in Slaughterhouse, 2012. Uh, Holliston, the Christmas special. Uh, I believe this is Adam Green. Yeah, Adam Holliston. Yep. Yep. Adam mentions his old parakeet named Cropsey, which was the name of the <laughs> killer in The Burning. Yeah. Bunch of shit. Keep going. Don't breathe. Again, the fucking garden shears. Yeah. And don't breathe. Uh, yeah. That's it. That's it for the, the connections. The connections. But uh, let me see if they got any goofs here. Because this is a... Uh, I'm sure they had a lot of goofs. A lot of fucking goofs. Like long neck. Long neck. Uh, it says here when the kids are on the raft paddling towards the canoe, you can hear the kids being very vocal, but none of them are lip, none of their lips are moving. I did notice that. Um, that's it. Uh, continuity, uh, and I did notice this too. Remember when the cart came down? I mean, 
continuity yeah. in this movie? Hey, hey, that that fucking cart wasn't was down here. Why is it His back up there? Why was not undone in that scene? Yeah. Those shears are upside down in the hands Give me the now. They were a second ago. So it says those here hand, those hands holding those shears are different than they were a second yeah. ago. It says here the blood bag and fish's shirt burst before Cropsey's shears ever come into frame. <laughs> Additionally, <laughs> if you look closely, you can see the string that pulls on a shirt to release the blood. So they were like action. And so so it was like ah they're like his there's a chest burster in there. <laughs> now it's an alien movie, goddammit. But uh yeah. He was a hemophiliac. Yeah. <laughs> what hit him though? Nobody, nothing. Nothing. That was it. Was the stress of the paddling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Glazer pulls his shorts up too many times. <laughs> that guy was. You know, who he looked like. Do you know the California kid, the fighter, Uriah Favor? No. All right. Well, anyways, that's what. He, that's what he, he reminds. Like. He reminds you of him. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I was going with that, Ryan. Remembering somebody But uh, yeah I mean great movie Classic Definitely a classic Has some people that went on to do good things Like Friends uh, and shit Friends Who's on Friends Seinfeld. Oh my god uh, Fuck you <laughs> That one was for Ryan See he's paying attention yeah, and some people went on to play what's considered to be an extremely racist role. Nah. Oh, my God. Nah, because they did that shit in Soul Man. It was good things to do at that time, brother. That movie <laughs> ended C. Thomas Howell's career. Oh, we never saw him again until Spider-Man. No, you really didn't, though. He disappeared until Sp- till, till fucking Spider-Man. Oh, that's where terrible. He the, where he played a construction worker that didn't have a name. Correct. He was un- uncredited. They're like, here's two dollars, racist. <laughs> I didn't write it. I just played it. You accepted it. I oh, they it was gave cr- me after after you accepted after the outsiders. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's another movie. Hey, hey, you know what? Let's just make a, let's just take a moment to mention how much I'm shocked C. Thomas Howell didn't kill himself in his <laughs> life because everybody else in that fucking movie went on. Every single person in that fucking movie went on to be superstar icons. Yeah. Except C. Thomas Howell. Aww. Literally is, no, the entire truth. cast of Outsiders, even yeah. the, even the like small roles. Yeah. All went on to be huge fucking successes. Except him. And when they made The Outsiders, everybody thought that he was going to be the blow up from that. Yeah. And that nobody else was going to make it. Yeah, because he was the cutie, right? He was the cutie. They thought he was going to be some shit. And then Patrick (laughs) Swayze moved his hips on set and they were like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. He's no one's going to put his baby in the corner. Someday, <laughs> Tom Cruise. What about Tom, Tom Cruise? Is gonna Tom dance in his. One, he had a one line in the whole fucking movie. Listen, and then the next year he was dancing and fucking Rebecca De Mornay in fucking risky business, bro. Fucking the following um, year. Yeah, and Emilio Estevez became a young gun, and Rob Lowe became a pedophile. Yeah, and then uh, then this guy swept the leg. <laughs> oh, I don't think anybody saw Rob. Oh, and Matt Dillon. Yeah. Matt Dillon Holy got fuck. 
that entire like cast. really Matt Dillon though out of everybody too like even he at, got famous yeah you can look at even the Matt Dillon you can look at the cover of Outsiders and nobody knows who fucking Pony Boy is yeah. <laughs> they're like who's that one who's the guy in front yeah who's the guy up front looking up. That's like when the band fires you and gets a different singer and they blow up even bigger. Yeah. He was in E.T.? Yeah, he was one of the friends. Ah, uh, I didn't know that. It says he career. His career, was... his career, uh, like, you know, usually when we click on wikis, they're, like, really big, but his is, like, like yay big. Yeah, let me guess. When it hits Soul Man's, when it fucking uh, nose dive. Let's see here. Uh, E.T. The Outsiders Tank Red Dawn Red Dawn was good He was good in that Secret yeah, Admirer yeah. Who else was in Red Dawn? Bunch of <laughs> A whole bunch of other people That blew up to be fucking famous Yeah Patrick Swayze again Jennifer Grey <laughs> yeah. Charlie Sheen Leah Thompson okay. Leah You That's yeah. a, I think I think the goal yeah. I think he I think he was the savior of careers in the 80s yeah. if you were in a movie with c thomas owl uh, he became famous became he was famous. he and then they gave him his own vehicle in the hitcher uh who he played uh uh next to uh rugger howard I, for, I forgot he was in that yeah. oh, oh look rugger howard <laughs> uh let's see then dennis just started being like regular shit like uh he played a dude in a movie called young toscani toscanini that's it's a French. Like, I'm a, I'm a chance taker. Yeah, that's, far that's, out. He played himself in uh, Far Out Man. Uh, it's a comedy written by Tommy Chong. Uh, and then I think Soul Man they they omitted it. It's not even on here because it's considered to be one of the most <laughs> racist things ever made. I, I'm either I'm scrolling too fast or I don't see it. <laughs> Have you seen Soul Man? Oh, there it is. No, I've never. Oh, I've only seen. The, you, by next episode, you the, have to watch Soul Man. All right, it says here critical reception of Soul Man. Controversy aside, it says this is how they have to preface it. Come on. This film was panned by critics. It has a score of only fourteen percent on Rotten. Uh, Roger Ebert gave Soul Man one out of four stars, writing that the main Oof. premise is a genuinely interesting idea. Filled with dramatic possibilities, but the movie approaches it on the level of a dim-witted sitcom. It he legit tries to talk with soul. Interesting. Like what it, well, like what it what it is, brother? Like shit, like that, and like dancing while he walks. Yeah, yeah. but see, back then you can't. You, you're mimic. So he was mimicking, like he, the drive talk, like he, that yeah. shit. Yeah, he was legit. Like they were no he was like, baby, you, what baby? you doing? He was like, "How do I play this?" And they were like, "Do you have you ever heard of Jim Crow?" <laughs> like, wow, that's what you're doing. He's like, "Okay, let me read about that." Okay, cool. All right. Oh, All so right, they were so just mim so mimicking, mimicking. Yeah. Gotcha. Right. I'm an actor. Uh, I'm an actor. I just wonder if it was like a kick in the dick when he like went like when he saw Tropic Thunder. <laughs> And was like, oh, now it's okay. Now it's okay. But see, the ah. thing is, the thing is, see, Thomas Howell should have had friends around him at that point that should have pulled him to the side. As soon as they were like, 
when he came out of the trailer and they were like, all right, I need you on your mark. And he turned around and he had the jerry curl and the fucking brown fucking paint on. Someone should have been like, no, 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 no. We're not doing this. What you doing, C? What are you doing? Bro, no, this money is not good money, dude. I'm telling you right now. Not all money is good money. I need you to get off of that and come and look at yourself. There was, there was no. Yeah, I always wonder, like, how do you, like, you accepted that? How do you look in the mirror in the makeup room and go, this works? This is going to be okay. You know who was, you know who was there? After this, it's going to be, I'm going to, this is, I'm only up from here. You know what, you know who was there? People going, it's not me putting on the fucking face paint (laughs) and action. Interesting tidbit. He had the same management company as Jason Bateman in the 80s. Interesting. So. You were making some good calls. Yeah. So, there you go. They sunk two fucking. Yeah. Two baby two faces. Careers. Two, two baby, baby faces. Thanks a lot. Uh, well, anyways, Cropsy uh, has 88% on the thermometer. We haven't done that in a while. Yeah. So it's uh it's a good one. Yay. Woo! Wrap it up. Wrap it wrap it we up. I really like it. I like that. So make sure you tune in next week to hear Angel's review of Soul Man. Yeah, we're gonna do Soul Man. That's <laughs> as our horror movie. <laughs> and I will see you the following week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna come in driving like crazy, bro. We're like, nah, we're I'm, gonna, I'm, 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 nah, I'm not even, whatever, wrap it up before. We're gonna, we're not gonna go there. Wrap it up. <laughs> I keep talking. <laughs> but I just want to like get like a bunch of people we know from Springfield to sit down and watch Soul Man so we can get Springfield reactions. Oh, Jesus. They put this shit out? <laughs> Who put this out? <laughs> I'm gonna uh, beat your ass just for making me watch it. Yeah, yeah. So, thanks for hanging out. Yeah, you can find us on the Dorkening Podcast Network as well as Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Yeah, what? yeah, Apple Spotify, Podcasts. Apple Podcast, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Apple Podcasts. It's a it's a own app. Yeah, we always said I we always said iTunes, and then I realized that we were we're sending them to the fucking regular shit. I fear change, and wherever podcasts dwell. Yeah, so follow, subscribe, leave some ratings and reviews, and uh, support your independent uh, friends selling their stuff during these times. Can't get to conventions and shit like that. Pick up some artwork, some homemade stuff, you know, grease the wheels. Yes, and uh, give us a shout. Slide into those DMs. Tell us what we should cover next. Yeah, let us let us dip our chips, right? Let us... You can keep up to date by following us on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, and thatstrangeshow.com for reviews and network links. We are on a network. We are. Shout out to the Dorkening Podcast. They have a, a slew of shows you might like, but uh, keep listening Check to them us. Out. Keep yeah. listening to just us. Just us. Always us. And remember, strange is better. <laughs>